20-somethings who are either married or in committed relationships who say their unions are more secure and more honest because they don't believe in monogamy. I just took off my clothes and I had to do it. Talking about swinging, or as it's known now, living in the lifestyle. We're going to have to give you some monogamy. Technically, an orgy requires a minimum of six participants. This is a new generation of swingers. Babes are coming at you on Friday, Saturday, by Sunday, your nuts gonna be drained. Oh. 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 Hi everyone, welcome to Swinging Around, the sex positive podcast about swinging and sex. I'm Cal. I'm JB. So we're back, we're back. It hasn't... Well, to listeners, we never yeah, left. Yeah, no time's gone by for listeners, but... Well, time has been by, but we haven't missed any episodes. It's been we every haven't. other week, religiously, although sometimes it's been Wednesday, sometimes it's posted on Thursday. We're going to try to stick to it. I think there was a Friday in there. <laughs> there but, yeah, I think there was. But yeah, we haven't... This is our first time being back recording in over three months. We haven't recorded since July. Yeah, in preparation for the pending baby... We thought it would be a good idea to stockpile a bunch of episodes. Yeah, we had some episodes. So the last... Last one we recorded would have been the off night, I believe. Yeah, I think so. So yeah, we we knew that we were going to be a little busy for a little while. So we had episodes ready to go. We had some interviews in there. So, so hopefully, hopefully we're not too rusty. No, no. Hopefully we're not. And hopefully, mean, hopefully the listeners the enjoyed all the episodes. too rusty in the... <laughs> either. Yeah. So it's it's... It's it's good sitting down and and getting back because yeah it feels like a while just sitting down and recording even though it's only been three months but yeah we've yeah you know lots changed since then we've had lots <laughs> of sexy talk and we'll get into that and we've had lots of opportunity to inter- interact with listeners through email and social networking but the actual podcasting part I've started to miss yeah sitting down and actually talking about things yeah mm-hmm. you start to miss it and yeah because even the episodes were even edited a while ago and they were just sitting there waiting yeah. to be posted so there, there wasn't from on our end the podcasting activity was there wasn't Pretty there wasn't actually new. much going on yeah so it feels good it feels good to sit back in the recording chair it does although although now we have a little one that we hope doesn't wake up while we're recording <laughs> Yeah, logistics are a little bit more difficult. We can't sit down and podcast for hours and hours and end because we know it's like an impending clock. Someone's going to wake up and want some food, which means I get to pop out a titty, which is nice. But So just don't mess up. Don't make me stop and edit. I have to edit. <laughs> I don't believe I'm the one who messes up, Cal. No, it's usually not. <laughs> so this week's episode I titled Back in Business After Baby. Yeah, essentially, this is going to be just a catch-up episode, uh, episode-long lifestyle chat. We're just catching up on how we've been. Yeah, we've got some feedback that you sexy, raunchy listeners out there seem to enjoy listening to us talk about our swinging and when we get down and dirty. But unfortunately for you, we haven't been getting down and dirty until recently, so we can finally share some new stories and some recent experiences with you. Yeah. Yeah, it's is we've had some sexy times. We went to a behind closed doors party this past weekend, and it's a perfect time to introduce that they are, as of now, the official sponsor for Swinging Around. So, behind closed doors, we've had an interview with them in the past, Amy and Derek, the in the individuals who run behind closed doors, and we had an awesome interview with them. We've endorsed their parties before, and they throw incredible house parties 
about once a month, and they're on very they're on Cassidy and they're on Swing Lifestyle, and you can look them up on behind closed doors. And so make sure to check them out if you're looking for an awesome party. There's people who travel from all over to come to these parties. I mm-hmm. know that they've said people have some people some they people have come cross country for these house parties. That's how awesome they are. Yep, and the website is behindcloseddoorsmi.com. So thank you to Behind Closed Doors for sponsoring us. Yep. So I think the first thing that's worthwhile to start talking about is just getting back to having sex after having a baby. And, and I mean, I'm sure a lot of our listeners out there can empathize and sympathize having had kids. A lot mm-hmm. of the swingers that we run into have had kids, so they probably know what we went through. But after you have a kid, you're not supposed to have sex for at least a month. They tell you maybe even six weeks because you don't go back to the doctor for six weeks. So there's a solid... You know, all the way up until I had the kid, we were still having sex. So, yeah, it was different because I was pregnant, but at least we could still do it. And then you have the baby, and you're devastated. Yeah. There, it's. Uh, I mean, I didn't want to have sex. The drought starts. <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm not going to go into any details about what it was like down there or whatever, but for me, at least for the first two or three weeks, sex wasn't even on my mind. Not only because we had this baby to take care of, but just because... The veg had its own healing process and then well, needed to go. Uh, I mean, go on. it's it's not uncommon. There was a little bit of there was a little bit of tearing. Everything went natural for you, so mm-hmm. and you and him. And... Oh yeah, and everybody's ha- happy and healthy. And thank you to all of you listeners out there who sent us um, emails and and well wishes. We do really appreciate that. But yeah, yeah, definitely. everyone is happy and healthy. Definitely. And so yes, unfortunately, there was a little bit of tearing it's a good sign that my puss is nice and tight and it, and it wasn't the normal the normal tearing which or not i wouldn't say normal but uh what you hear about and what you were nervous about what a lot of women get nervous about is the tearing between the the ass and the and, and the badge like the taint what's there's there's actually a name for that the where and then they have the in the, the cranium cu- yeah what's yeah. the what's the little cut that they'll do oh yeah where they they actually cut it oh you know my mind is drawn a blank now episiotomy yeah yeah yeah. and so you were worried about that and it turns out you didn't have to have that actually but instead i still ripped yeah you ripped on the inside of the vagina which nobody saw coming (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i mean so they stitched me back up and a few weeks later had it checked out and to be honest with you they, they always make jokes about how after having a kid the puss is going to be blown out and oh it's going to be so big it's going to be like a hot dog in a freeway oh no not the case at all i was tighter it was like being a virgin again like having sex for the first time after having a kid it was painful at first i had to start with fingers and playing with myself yeah you had to work up to it and then using like a small dildo and moving up to a bigger vibrator and then the depth uh, you know you could only go in maybe an inch and then we could get you in further and then eventually i could take all of you but it it took a lot of patience on your part, so thank you, Cal. But it took time, too. Yeah, and it's, it is funny, all the things you hear from just an- anecdotal stories beforehand that, oh, yeah, it's going to, like, hopefully she doesn't get blown out and all these things. And you even hear crazy stories where people have hoped for um, C-sections so that everything stays good down below. Mm-hmm. And it just turns out that you just got tighter and... Yeah, yeah. I mean, it. It. I'm not gonna lie. It sucked the first few times, several times that we had sex. It was painful a little bit, and I had to kind of just make sure I was nice and relaxed and use a lot of lube and just wait for after the first, I don't know, fifteen or twenty thrusts, and then it would start to kind of loosen. But 
I guess you just get a buildup of scar tissue in there that needs to be mm-hmm. massaged, essentially, and then eventually it'll ease up. But it's it's a little stiff. Yeah, and even even now, over ten weeks later, it's mm-hmm. still when I enter it, it's much quicker than before. But it takes you know a good little adjustment period, a good ten you know ten in and outs very slowly until. You know, until I can really pound away. Yeah. Well, maybe, maybe I could use a little bit more oral stimulation at the beginning just to get me more into it. I think that would help. Your little hint that... Uh-huh. He... Yeah. I don't know. It's not such... It's not very subtle. <laughs> I should just be like, Cal, eat me out more. <laughs> no. Pound on the table. Eat me out more. <laughs> He's so... good at it. So, you know, it's just a matter of timing, too. That's... When you have a baby, he's asleep, you go. That's actually something else that I want to talk about on the podcast is the whole logistics of when and how you have sex is different now. Well, yeah, you just have to like it could be. You just have to do it when the four baby's o'clock sleeping. in the afternoon, but the baby's asleep. You're going at it. Mm-hmm. Or he's awake, but you just kind of turn him around the other way and in, in a little swing. And <laughs> yeah, that was that's what's funny. <laughs> we he he sits out like we have like a little baby chair. What do you like a little, not a rocker because it doesn't. It's not actually a it's rocker, a swing. but. A uh, little swing, and he sits out in the living room, and that's where a lot of times, where if we're watching TV or he's just out there with us, facing, or if you're getting ready to masturbate, facing, facing, facing us, usually facing away from the TV, and so if we're watching TV, we can keep an eye on him and whatnot. And but if we are fooling around in the living room, or the living room is usually where I had to do a lot of a lot of masturbation while you were <laughs> while you were recovering, a lot of masturbation. So it's it, it's funny because I was we finding have... dirty socks all over the place. <laughs> Dirty socks. And those are hard to get clean when you spooge in them. Yeah, but, no wonder we're getting, getting more holes in socks. The dogs are probably chewing them. But the funny thing is, is that whether or not we're pulling around on the couch or I'm masturbating and watching the baby, it's always funny because we got to turn him around. Just, I mean, he's not going to remember anything that happens right now anyways, no. but it's like, don't... It's still a modesty thing. Don't look at our shame. And it's, <laughs> and it's funny because like... Well, for you, it's, it's, it's jokingly your shame while you're masturbating. Yeah. It's not really shameful, No, but... no. But it, it's, it's funny because there's been times where you've come home and I will, will have been home watching the baby or whatnot and you see the... And, 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 Every, the session's over. Everything's over, but you see that his his chair still the other way. his chair still facing away. So yeah, you know what I was doing. <laughs> Easing back in for you, it's 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 been a process, and it's still it's still ongoing. And still a little bit where yeah. it's you're not fully back to normal in terms of just being able to. There, there's still pain. A little bit, I, yeah. I mean, it's, I I would call it more discomfort than pain. It's just a matter of it's a little bit tighter than I'd like it to be, and you just gotta mm-hmm. kind of stretch it out a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, but once once you're in there, then and I'm and as long as I'm relaxed, it's kind of like anal. If you're not relaxed, it's not going to go in. So as long as I'm relaxed, that helps too. So it's been nice you've been able to get back to doing some things you weren't able to do pre-pregnancy. Yeah. Well, number one, I can finally have missionary again. I love missionary. I there's, it's just good. So it's nice to be able to. Be in the mish yeah, position it's, it's, with sex with me on top is back to normal, and I'm not like moving around this gigantic belly. Like it's, it's, it's not in the way between. It's not like a barrier, so you and I can actually get a little bit closer. It's like traditionally, uh, missionary is always traditionally like called like the missionary or the the vanilla position, yeah, it like gets the dog down. Like, like the boring position. But it's our favorite. It's our it's, it's our go to. I have to admit, when you watch a lot of swingers, a lot of swaps are just mish. Well, because I think or stand up like I think the girls on the bed, and the guy standing up, kind of. I think the way but... mo- most people have sex, missionary is an, a normal style 
you know a go-to style but i think it just it isn't exciting when you're, you yeah. when you watch it if you if you watch it in porn it's just it's, it's not an exciting well, position even, even porn they have mish where, where the girl's legs might be spread wide or you yeah, know but she's yeah. still on her back and he's still yeah you know doing her from maybe he's like sitting up which i guess it isn't mish anymore but so yeah we had to be enough. pretty creative while during, during the pregnancy and find things that were comfortable for especially comfortable for you and comfortable for me and just various things and using the sex swing and mm-hmm. and things so but it was nice it was like it was like getting to go back home when you know you used to have <laughs> yeah you can put me mi- in any position you want to now non-pregnant missionary well yeah but being able to have non-pregnant missionary sex is like coming back home it's like yeah. oh yes this is it's true this is where I want to be. Back in the golden position. <laughs> this is where you want to be. That's good to hear. The badge yeah. is where you want to be. And for over nine months, just a, a little over nine months, I was I had the hot tub all to myself. That was pretty much my sanctuary to go out there and relax in the hot tub. And now you've invaded. Ah, yeah. You like having me back out there. Because every time I've been out there with you, we've had sex, you've gotten a blowjob. I think maybe 90% of the time. So... You've definitely benefited by having me back in the hot no, tub it, with you. It has been nice having you have, having you back in the hot tub, and I'm sure we you actually were... do some good brainstorming for the podcast when we're in the hot tub. We do, it's we sexy do. Sexy times. You probably were, were. Were you jealous throughout the pregnancy that you could? Because you, because you really didn't say it that much. I would say, oh, I'm going out to the hot tub, and you really wouldn't even talk about it. Well, okay, so we we bought that hot tub um, last what, like March, but we weren't able to use it until about May. Yeah, because we had to get it. We had to build the deck that it was going on yeah. before, and and then so. I got pregnant like two months later, three months later. Yeah. So honestly, I didn't have a ton of time in the hot tub to begin with, but I mean, it doesn't mean I couldn't miss out on it. And and for those of so, you who are thinking, oh, the time frame doesn't exactly match up, uh, listeners, we I think we mentioned before that you did have a miscarriage. Um, yeah, and then I got pregnant earlier right on. After so yeah, that. so if somebody's I thinking, was effectively pregnant for a year. Yeah, so that if somebody was thinking, oh, the time frame isn't matching up, they just had a, a baby, and but she was pregnant a couple months after May, which would put it like June, July. No, we, I don't think they're putting that much thought into it. <laughs> I don't know. I would if I. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> but well, if you do the math, I was pregnant for quite a while, but it wasn't all the same baby. But yeah. anyway, so getting back to it, um, yeah, it's it's nice to get back in the hot tub and. When you're pregnant, there's enough things to complain about that you don't want to... I didn't want to be just a bitchy, crabby, complaining pregnant woman, so I tried not to complain about anything. I think I was pretty good about that. So, yeah, when you went in the hot tub, I would just do other things. It was a great chance for me to watch Project Runway, and I usually masturbated too, so (laughs) it's not like I wasn't doing stuff here. Yeah, so so it was my sanctuary for a while, but now you're back, and and I'm really enjoying it. And I got to say that we... The silicone lube has been awesome. So using yeah, the hot tub. Yeah, definitely advocate the sil- use of silicone lube. Now, because it's silicone, don't use it with any other silicone products because then you'll generate friction. So no silicone lube with condom, silicone-based condoms or silicone to- silicone toys. But what's nice about the silicone lube is it stays luby. It stays smooth and slippery in water. Yeah, so, the water and the silicone don't mix. And so you, so you can, can apply you can... liberally on, on the peen or on the puss and just glide right in. It, it feels really awesome, actually, to have like the lube in there but then still being in the water. Yeah, and it's kind of the only way we could really do it right now, especially with you being sore earlier on yeah. and us wanting to fool around and play in the play in the hot tub, then... Yep. We, and 
luckily we had already had the silicone lube, but we hadn't actually used it that much. But it's gotten mm-hmm. it's, it's definitely gotten more use. use yeah, and it's it's more expensive than than a water based lube, but it, it's definitely worth the money. So I I would recommend buying a good silicone lube out there for any of our listeners. Yeah, yeah, for just the... for regular play, even if you don't have a hot tub. But even though I'm a little dry right now, just because of the baby, um, I think it's hard to have sex in water in general because I I think. I don't think the water adds much lubrication. No. If anything, I think it makes it drier. So. Well, what I th- what, in my opinion, I mean, you can talk about, you know, from your perspective on the inside, but from my perspective, being the man, it's it's difficult. It isn't as easy to go in because the you know any lubrication that's on the outside from you, the water just kind of makes it go away, and so it's it's tougher to get in. But once I'm in mm-hmm. in the water, then I feel like usually we've always been okay. But it's, yeah, I think that's it is pretty a little fair and statement. Mm-hmm. There's more friction getting in, and so any like the silicone lube really, you know, eases that. Makes me glide right in. <laughs> Perhaps that's why sometimes it's called Astroglide. <laughs> that is a brand. No, Astro it is. Glide, yeah. it, it is. It's funny because before I learned it was a brand, I, I people would just joke that it was. Uh, lube that you use just for anal and it's it's not you can use <laughs> you can use, use, use it you can obviously yeah. use it for anything but i think um a vanilla friend of mine had told me that that's what you use for <laughs> anal sex and... well there is anal ease which is for anal sex but that's not lube no no that's that's actually you don't we and we wouldn't even advocate that we had back when we were first dabbling with anal play with you we tried we i think just from one of a local sex shop. Yeah, we, we tried analese. Analese. That stuff burns if you get it no. in the wrong place. Well, what it is, it's, it's a, uh, it's it's a topical. It's anal- a numbing. analgesic. It's a it's a numbing cream. Yeah. yeah, and so that's not really what you want to use. And so being naive for anal play, we we thought, oh well, making making sensations go away would be make well, it easier. It'll it'll help with any pain upon entry. But. It didn't. But we've learned, and the healthy thing is that if you're feeling, your body tells you, like, if you're feeling pain, it's not good. And so just because mm-hmm. you're masking the pain, it's not doing any good. You right. know, you're still potentially tearing. Yeah, yourself, you could cause you're yourself still, more damage You're still doing good. damage, and, yeah, maybe you've, for mo- the, in the moment, you've made it mm-hmm. so you didn't feel it. But it actually didn't even work that great, even in the moment, making the making any pain go away. No, and, and as I was saying, it did burn a little bit too, like the actual cream. I think if you got it on like a mucous membrane, it was unpleasant. Yeah, so, so we don't recommend... At least that brand, Annalise, is not, not great. Yeah, we don't recommend... But we do recommend that. the silicone lube. Yeah, go make the silicone It is more expensive. I think we we buy our lube from Amazon usually. And... Yeah, I try to just buy the, the biggest bottle I can find in the whatever brand that we've that we that we've had good experience with so i i think it was and i don't recall what brand we have right now so no i don't I remember what brand we have if anybody if any listeners are interested just send us an email i think generally the ratio for the cost though was about three to one half the amount of lube or a third of the yeah you're right uh, so like a third of the amount of lube for three times the cost or like two times the cost yeah. of of the um, of no. the, the actual water-based lube. I think it was even cheaper if you buy a water-based lube that has glycerin in it, but yeah, those get we sticky. Just, we just recently, I think since we've been doing the podcast, so sometime in the last year, we got rid of, we did an inventory of our lubes, anything that had glycerin on it, we chucked it, and mm-hmm. that's when we bought the water, completely water-based and the silicone. Well, to be fair, I think we do still have a couple of tubes of lube that have glycerin in them, but they're flavored, so they're for, for giving a head. So yeah. I think we've got some cherry and some cinnamon, maybe some mint. I, and I, I believe those have glycerin in them. But we're not using that for the same purpose. 
we're not using that to provide a slippery environment. It's more to provide a tasty environment. Yeah, those are. Wait, are you talking about the actual Good Head? Like that's yeah, what, yeah, that's, that's what it's That's the brand that we have is is Good, good Head. Good Head. Yeah, yeah, and the, the flavor goes away after a little while, but it's kind of a nice little novelty in the beginning. And I I, I haven't tried that on you because I'm not sure it has sugar in it, so I'm not sure. I think how if you just stick to the clit area on the outside, it'd be fine. We'll have to Pro- check out the ingredients. Probably, but yeah, you know, and that reminds me of a topic I had originally planned to discuss and then i kind of thought well maybe not but i'm bringing it up while we were in our no sex zone period of time there's a lot of blowjobs probably not as many as you would have liked but (laughs) a lot of blowjobs and i don't know what it was that was in your diet at the time but your spooge went some through some crazy flavor swings which it normally doesn't do i mean it's what are you sure that wasn't post-pregnancy taste hormones going on i don't no, know what that would do but. no 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 and you remember there was one time in particular where i was like "Ooh, that is not pleasant now don't get me wrong i don't particularly like the flavor of it anyway but it's dealable it's not that bad you just you know wait wait wait, wait. Your head, you're head telling back. me all women don't love it <laughs> we might love it the isn't head. the best <laughs> honey unless it's coming out tasting like cherries it ain't the best no i could maybe i could and used... you've you've had secondhand come in your own mouth you know what it tastes like no yeah i'm not yeah just through i've you come in me and then you eat me out after you've tasted it yeah it's got bitter but there was a time or two where you had some i don't know what you ate we're gonna have to do an investigation listeners now i I know of foods that can make it taste good and taste bad i know people say asparagus and broccoli can make it taste bad and i know make your pee smell bad so yeah and i know that certain sweet foods pineapple katie morgan swears by tootsie rolls can make it taste good um i don't know that you had any of those foods in that time period no i don't know what we were eating that was that was right after the baby was born so i think we could have been eating any number of foods yeah i don't remember what process highly processed quick packaging it was all easy to make frozen foods it was all a blur i don't remember (laughs) exactly yeah so so yeah it's 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 been fun getting you back to being able to do some of the things you weren't able to do Mm -hmm. during the pregnancy yeah I'm drinking again. Well, I'm not like drinking regularly. I'm not a lush. Yeah, you're an alcoholic now. Yeah, back to being an alcoholic. <laughs> but I am allowed to have a drink every now and then. I mean, I'm breastfeeding, so I still have to be careful about that. But at least being able to unwind with some alcohol was nice. Yeah. What was was the was this past weekend's behind closed doors the first drink you had? When or no, we went out to dinner and I had a. gigantic margarita and the whole time i was drinking it i was looking at my watch thinking when am i going to finish this so that i know like how long is it going to take for me to process this so that when he is hungry again will my milk be ready you know like the whole time i was paranoid mom so yeah yeah, so starts the time of paranoid momness that's right we went out in the middle of last or earlier this month because it was my birthday and we went to mongolian barbecue our we always we are that's kind of a staple. That's always a staple. We always because you always get a, you always get a free bowl on your birthday, or like within the two week window of your birthday. So mm-hmm. around your That's birthday, where we went and on our first birthday. date. That's where it was actually. So it actually has some sentimental value to yeah. us in general. So yeah, that was our very first date way back in college. Was to mm-hmm. the Mongolian barbecue on Main Street in Ann Arbor. For any of you who might be <laughs> familiar, familiar with that, with that. yeah, yeah. It, for campus of University of Michigan. Yeah. So, all right, let's talk about swinging. Enough pregnancy and sex talk. This right. is a swinging podcast. Let's, Let's swing. Well, swinging and sex. We, oh, it's true. It is. It's we both. do have episodes that are just devoted to sex topics because yeah, and anything, we have listeners who aren't swingers. And anything that's that's specific to sex is applicable to the swinging world. 
Yeah. Highly applicable. We yeah. fuck more than the probably normal world do, so. Yeah. So we finally got to go to a swinger party. We went to Behind Closed Doors, which I believe Cal mentioned earlier in this episode. Mm-hmm. And we had new logistics to work out because we have a baby now, so we have to get a babysitter. It was my parents. They came over. I watched the baby. And I couldn't leave the house in my outfit. Like, I wore different shoes. And I packed, even packed my heels away. I, I, had a, I was wearing a, a tank top, but I... I had told them we were going out, to, we, were, we were having dinner with friends, and, you know, I was wearing a lower cut shirt, so I put a little sweater on. Yeah, it wasn't even that crazy of an outfit, but it was more of a, it was a sexier outfit, and so... It was a sexier outfit than I would normally wear if I was just going out to dinner with friends. Yeah. Now, so... would my parents be that suspicious of it? Probably not. They might just think, oh, they're going out for the first time in a while, she wants to look good. But, I mean, it, it, it wasn't even as crazy as, like, if we were just going to... A regular or a, one of the hotel parties because usually when we leave the house there, whatever the theme is, we'll leave the house in in our theme clothes, mm-hmm. and so those can be quite. Yeah, I'm quite usually sexy. not wearing any underwear. Yeah, those can be quite or like crotchless sexy. panties, so might as well call it not wearing any underwear. But yeah, we so behind closed doors has uh before ten o'clock. There's always there's like a meet and greet and you hang out, but people usually dress up a little bit or you know yeah. wear, wear something sexy yep women wear dresses or skirts or i was wearing nice tight jeans and a, and a little glitzy tank top kind of thing some sexy new shoes mm-hmm. jeans and sexy high heels a look that gets me every time you said that it automatically gives a woman two points to whatever her score is so if you're <laughs> a four out of ten throw on some heels and you're suddenly a six that's not bad <laughs> Are you saying you're a four? No, I'm just saying for women out there who might be fours, <laughs> no, put on no, some heels. Way higher than that, but yeah, I I'd prefer I'm... not to rate myself. So... <laughs> it is awkward. It, it's always an awkward thing. Like, well, what would you rate yourself? But um, yeah, I would say I'm just sucker. I'm such a sucker for sexy, sexy shoes. Besides, that... we both know I'm a ten. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. For no, I I wouldn't disagree, but I'm with heels maybe. But I'm such a sucker for for sexy heels that it just does it for me every time. A sexy pair of shoes. Yeah. So so we prepacked the car, so we had everything or our alcohol because I mean, come on, it looks weird if you're walking out to go to some friends' houses with a, with a case of beer in your in your arm. Yeah, with the grandparents watching. Exactly, and then. You have to come up with the lie and have a consistent lie. So this was an easy lie to keep track of. We're having dinner with friends. But as you start to swing month after month, you either are constantly having dinner with friends or you have a ton of friends or I don't know what. But we're going to have to be consistent with our lie or come up with something that's easy to remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You always have to be consistent. And like, why are you going to be out until 2 in the morning? And it needs to be realistic. And I rolled with it this time, but I don't know. I feel like we're, for parents going to uh, having dinner i rolled with it because it was your lie and it was your parents but i felt like going out to dinner well no i didn't say we were going out i said we were having dinner at a friend's house and that's entirely plausible you go over you have dinner you have a couple of glasses of wine you sit on the couch would you you really stay out in the morning would you really stay out till midnight we've done it before absolutely before we had a kid we had definitely done that before so i find it completely plausible yeah yeah i guess so and besides you and i we don't shut up we're talkers so it's Add true. that to the the mix. It's plausible. It's true. So anyway, we leave the house and we go to the party, and it was a it was a great time. It felt good to be out with adults, and not only having adult conversation because you get that at work, but having sexy adult conversation. Yeah, which I don't know about you listeners, but I don't get that at work. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Neither does JB. Either. So. Nope, <laughs> not at all. 
very, very stringent work environment. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got like tight asses where I work, so and not in the good way. <laughs> so, um, the other thing too is now we have a curfew. Yeah, that's true. We, we can't just come home whenever we want. We actually have to be like, we're going to be home around this time. Or you have to spend the night. And I'm not ready to leave the baby overnight Yeah, yet. he's not old enough where we're comfortable leaving him to leaving him overnight. And so we had to leave. So our plan was to leave around, uh, around midnight, which we which we ended up leaving a little bit later. We left closer to 1230. Yeah, yeah. But, was... I mean, it's again, it's one of those things where midnight hits and then you have to make your round of goodbyes. And if you're playing with anybody, you you know, you don't want to just fucking leave. So, that's fuck and leave, not fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. So, anyway, you don't want to, you know, just run out the door and be like, thanks for the blow. <laughs> and, I gotta go. And it's new for us having to leave a party, like being on a curfew to leave. You know, usually you just leave whenever you're ready to go. And mm-hmm. so that's that, that's different for us. Yeah. But... So let's talk more about the party. We went there not sure if we are going to play or not. I mean, we we... Wanted to play, we intended to play, but we also knew that we wanted to try and leave by midnight. And the action, the sexiness doesn't start until 10. So that's only this short little two-hour window to have your couple in mind, get them schmoozed, get them boozed, and then get them in bed. So, and and the one thing about the behind-closed-doors parties is they're a lot of fun, but they don't have their dance floor installed just yet. They're working on that. That's a, a future thing. So for now, there's there's music that's kind of playing in the background, but there's not a set dance area like there is at some of the other um, off-premise parties that we've gone to. Yeah, no, it's and, just... And to me, that the dancing piece is like the best way to get a couple ready to have sex because you can rub up on each other. You're basically dry humping with clothes on. Well, there isn't much better flirting than sexy dancing. Yeah, I absolutely. Mean, I mean, it's not the best to get to know somebody, but you know, hopefully you talk to them off the dance floor, and but then... Once you're on the dance floor, just that's when chemistry really, really flows. I mean, of course, you can chemistry can flow yeah. when you're just talking, and it and it does. But it's but... a lot harder when you're kind of like standing in a chat circle and yeah. everybody's talking and drinking and chatting. It's hard to stand next to someone and just be flirting with them, other than to do the like occasional ass grab or the kind of brush up against them. It's it's not the same um, like fire starter as dancing is. Yeah. So we found that kind of difficult because there was a couple that we were mingling with, we were getting along with quite well, and we had decided, you know, throughout the night that if they were game, we wanted to play with them. But then when the time came, it was difficult to transition from talking to getting into bed. Well, especially because we have a time frame where we want to leave at yeah. this time and you're, so you're kind of like, looking at your watch going okay we want to leave in an hour how do we get these people in bed <laughs> so it's like <laughs> without being pushy and and i had to admit it was a little awkward because because cal kind of dropped a line that was kind of that was like well we're thinking of heading into the bedroom what can we do to get you two to join us or yeah, yeah. something like that I mean, and it was it was <laughs> it was i would hope we knew bit, we weren't going to be turned I down hoping, but i hope it sounded a little smoother than that but it, it wasn't, wasn't. It probably, no but i mean what you got to do what you got to do and to be f- like you you'd had <laughs> enough drinks you weren't drunk by any means maybe even just slightly buzzed but it was enough to give you the courage to say something like that and think it was coming out smooth <laughs> but it wasn't but it worked so i guess yeah, kudos I, I i will say that um as awesome as behind closed doors is there it, it is a mingling like the the beginning portion is mingling and eating they have a great spread of food there and 
but there isn't the dancing, and so it'll be awesome once they actually include that expansion. Yeah, and... it's just hard to make that transition. And when we've had couples over to our house in the past, we've made the transition from talking to flirting to heavy petting to sex by playing a version of a drinking game. Yeah. And and that works really well when you don't have a dance floor. Because, come on, it's awkward being two couples dancing in the middle of your basement. But the game works well. But I don't know, you know, maybe maybe we could talk to Behind Closed Doors about implementing some kind of a group game or, well, or whatever. That I might be kind of fun. Kind of like what they the way do the in Swing is, on, the, wanted, on the TV show. The way the structure is, if you wanted to, you could... You could bring you know, something, you could, yeah. You could yeah. bring something. Some some of maybe the maybe we should do that next some time. Some of the fun card games or whatever, but yeah, it is when you're on a time frame and you want to leave by a certain time, and so if you're going to play, you should probably start playing by a certain time. And mm-hmm. so when it isn't so much of an issue when when, when there's no time when, limit, when, yeah. When there's no time limit, we haven't had that issue because things can just naturally evolve. But right. when there is a time issue, then just like you can, you kind of like, come on, let's we we got to we got to leave here in an hour. Yeah. But um. Yeah, and that'll so, that'll ease up too as we get more comfortable with being out and you know babies yeah. and spend the night or something. And it's just it's interesting trying to go from couples standing around just talking to couples on a bed playing, and so yeah. making a transition when there isn't the natural transition because when you're dancing you're you're grinding up and up up close and you're getting you're, pretty sexual and you're probably already starting to make out starting yep. to grope the man's already hard because you're dancing yep. up so on it's, him. it's very easy to so make a transition quick to just go throw each other's clothes off and, and and start to get at it and if you're able to play a game play an icebreaker game you know you can make those transitions from just being a couple talking to another couple to a couple, to a couple the other playing couple. with another couple. You know, yeah, there's, there's even all just those, something like strip poker. There's all those in-between steps that an icebreaker can do. And so that was, that was just, it was just interesting. And we haven't had to worry about that before. And so it was kind of, kind of interesting, that dynamic. That yeah, it was just a little awkward, but we made the, it work. Worrying about the time and making everything work and having still having a good night and not making the the transitions awkward or, or whatever, but no, we, we had a great time. It was, we, we reconnected with some, with a few couples that we haven't seen in a while. And it was, it was kind of cool to hear some couples who we've enjoyed seeing at parties before, but then they would say, Oh, we were wondering where, where you guys were. We haven't seen you in a long time. So, you know, people, people. Yeah. We, we essentially dropped off the face of the planet in the Swingerland. We didn't really tell anybody that I was pregnant, I and mean, we talked about this in previous episodes where I want we wanted to go to parties, but we didn't want to mention that I was pregnant. So we only went to parties until I was going to start the show, and then we yeah, stopped. Yeah, we went to a couple of parties, and we weren't really planning on playing. And so, so all of our friends that we would, and by friends, I'm saying that with air quotes because they're people that we would um, routinely run into at swinger parties. That's the only time we'd really ever see them. But at the parties, we'd hang out, we'd mingle, we'd talk. We wouldn't necessarily play together, but we we got along really well. And maybe we were working towards playing at some point. But anyway, none of them knew I was pregnant. So then we just stopped. They just thought we had stopped or they didn't know what to think. We just disappeared off the face of the earth. Um, so it was fantastic to run into them at the Behind Closed Doors party. Because we never even, they, for most of these couples, it was their first time going. It was like super coincidental. It was, yeah, it was yeah awesome. definitely. And so it, it was fun to reconnect. And we actually uh, met our first listener couple in in person. We haven't actually met any listeners of, of Swinging Around in person. So there was some people, um, one couple in particular, who listened to the show, who we got to mm-hmm. that was know, pretty meet cool. in person and 
hang out with and so that was it was it was really fun and really interesting for for me at least actually we, we haven't really talked about it me yeah or, me or you but it's it's interesting and just hearing people say like oh you you know i was i had a uh, image of you in my head and you don't look like it <laughs> and you don't look like it and and it's not like and sorry to disappoint they made it very I'm going to make it clear to any listeners now so they know I'm short. I'm a petite little one. So neither one of us are all that tall. We're <laughs> we're not the we're not the tallest of people. Um but yeah, no, it, it was it was cool meeting listeners and just kind of a surreal experience and um in the sense that it's as small and minute as it is. I mean, it's we, there was only one couple at the party who act, who actively listens to us and and so it's I I don't want to make it feel like oh big celebrity at a party but it was the first time that somebody who you know we just sit in our house and do this show and somebody who's listens to who's listened to us it still blows my mind that people who don't know us want to hear us talk let's be honest i mean so thank you for listening to us ramble yeah we we love it and um that actually reminds me this is a good time to we have gotten it's it shocks me how many um people have emailed us that live in the area and I'm, I'm, that they're like oh is is this the party you're talking about and because we usually try to keep things vague and it's oh is this the party you're talking about or mm-hmm. oh is this where you're going this weekend and so it's it really makes you realize either the swinger world is small or i don't it know is. um but <laughs> yeah yeah and so i would like to really hear those of you who live who live outside the area shoot us some emails let us know because we get a lot of emails i think a lot of we get a lot of we hear from a lot of Midwesterners. We, we We've got a, a decent amount of Midwestern relatively listeners. local people. I think because they feel a connection because maybe yeah. they will have been to some of the same parties or know the same people actually. And so, but we'd love to hear from listeners who live in outside of the Midwest or who live outside of the U.S. We'd love to hear about places you go, things you do. Uh, we'd love to talk about Definitely. experiences Be- other than what we know because we we live in an isolated little swinger community here. Because I know that the the. The, the the swinging lifestyle, the swinging community varies in in ar- around the country, and so we have a pretty good picture of how the community is around here and around yeah. this local Midwestern we, area. But we would love to hear uh, how how it's different and what you may think is different, or mm-hmm. just how your experiences are living other areas. So definitely shoot us emails. I mean, if you're local, we love to hear from you, and you know, and keep sending us emails. Keep sending too, us email but... for sure. But if you're if if you're not we would love, absolutely love to hear even more from 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 you guys. Mm-hmm. So, so I guess that's that. I was gonna I was gonna mention that at the end of the show, but that's a that was a good. It seemed there was a, like a transition there that worked. Yeah. So, and chances are, if you'd emailed us asking us which party we were talking about for Halloween for the club that's closing, if you emailed us asking, you know which party it is. Oh yeah, yeah. We're 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 going to a Halloween party um, later in October and. It's their last party, which is very mm-hmm. disappointing because it's one of it's the best. Yep. It's one of the hottest parties around. Uh, we I th- we've mentioned it before. It's it's the, in our opinion, it's one of the parties that where there just seems to be every single couple is sexy. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's like all the sexies come out of the woodwork and, and go to that party. So it'll be fun. It it, it will be. And not we've, the other... we've had some people ask us, "Is this the party you're going to?" Yep. Oh, and That's... don't worry, and we'll, we're gonna, we always respond, we'll respond to uh, mm-hmm. individuals through email, but, yep. but yeah, if, if, if you think it's the party, then it's the party. Yeah. <laughs> so, back to the Behind Closed Doors party. Mm-hmm. So, there's a couple, we awkwardly 
transitioned them into the sex room, which is basically just a room with a couple of beds and I think like a sex chair mm-hmm. or something like that. And started with the whole makeout process, the you know what you doing what you do when you're swinging with the with the what swapping. What you do and what you do with the swapping and the stuff. <laughs> that could almost be a song. <laughs> anyway, for some reason I got like a share song stuck in my head. So <laughs> moving on. So it, it was a good opportunity to finally do a full swap. Yeah, yeah, it was full uh, but half. <laughs> a, a half of a half a full. Yeah, I guess I. I I'm, I mean, we, we talked about the state of the vag, and with the vag not being quite 100%, it's not the best idea for me to be swapping yet. I don't want the person that I'm having sex with to have to worry about, am I going too hard, am I going too slow? I want them to be able to just, like, ravage me. <laughs> like, honestly, if you're swapping with me, don't ask me if I'm comfortable or if I'm okay or be all gentle. Like, be rough with me. That's what I like. Not too rough. Not too rough. I don't no, know. not too rough, but I've always had a... Smack a bitch, <laughs> smack a hoe. Yeah, but people, I, I understand. So I don't, I don't people. want people to feel obligated to be that way. So um, waiting to have have sex until the vag is is back to normal is, you know, it's my prerogative. Yeah, I guess it, it's kind of funny because most people say that they want a really compassionate partner. They want a partner who's who is um, sharing and wants to make sure your needs come before their needs. I I agree with that to an extent, but also just fuck me <laughs> if I'm having sex. And so I'm I'm not at a point where I can really do that right now. So yeah, you haven't. So yeah, I don't I don't think point, it would be but... fair to the other partner to to do a full swap and be like, oh, we have to be gentle, you have to be slow. That kind of hurts, you know. It would make them uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. And and there's a whole um, birth control pregnancy thing that's part of it too. That's yeah, just with, within well, with, our rules. Well, with breastfeeding and we. You know, birth control actually does make the the breast supply. There is a there is a concern there with you know how's the milk supply going to be, and mm-hmm. we haven't actually so so yeah. We you just weren't quite ready for the full, but we had talked about it. And, uh, but I was cool with you doing a full swap. Yeah, we had talked about it plenty, and so we were okay with me doing it, and so so yeah, it, it happened. And... Box checked. <laughs> yeah, that's a we are. No longer. What did I used to call us? The full, the full swap, swap couple that didn't swap. That hasn't swapped yet. So <laughs> yeah. yeah, we're not. We're not. We're out of that. I, I guess. guess I'm still a swap version. The full swap version over here, but I'm not really a virgin. Like the, you know what I mean. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyway, you'll get there. And so yeah, it was. It it went well. Yeah, no jealousy issues. And actually, I found myself kind of looking over, and I thought I would find myself finding it incredibly hot. And I don't know if it was just the scenario or the the atmosphere that we were in, we were in, and it wasn't unattractive. But instead, I found myself being thinking like a cheerleader, like "Go, Cal, go, go, Cal, go." <laughs> that's my man. Make her scream, make her calm. You know, that's that's what I was thinking. Like, I hope she enjoys it because that's that's my man. Like, but it, it was like supporting the home team. But it wasn't hot though, or was it? Or was it hot to watch me? I was at a really bad angle where all I saw was your ass. Like moving in and out, it wasn't like, and like I, you know, so I, I saw the balls kind of moving around and stuff. I was not <laughs> at a great angle. It was definitely not like a, like watching a porn. Yeah, because I couldn't really see her. It was really dark too. And then I was also doing stuff with. with well, yeah, it wasn't with like the other you were just guy, with the guy. Watching. You were you were playing. You 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 were playing as well. Yeah, yeah. So um, for me, it didn't detract from the atmosphere, but it didn't add to it either. So. I'm sure in future in future times it will, but I think it was just kind of the positioning and whatnot, and just staring at your 
not tanned, incredibly white ass. <laughs> it is, yeah. It, I should go on. I should sit on another deck and suntan some. It's a little chilly right now. In it is Michigan. Be, yeah, it it just hit fall. What like what's today the official day or yesterday? Uh, when it was does fall start? Twenty third and yeah. Yeah, today's the twenty fifth. So two days ago. Yeah, two days ago. So it's getting. I have to deal with those leaves soon. Ugh, leaves. <laughs> Anyway, so so it was it was good. There was one thing about it that was awkward though that uh, I brought up in conversation on the way home, and that's we had decided one of our rules was you don't finish the man doesn't finish in the other partner. We we don't really want to have to deal with jizz with the other partner, even if they've been um, you know clipped or snipped or whatever. Yeah, we don't want to have to worry about that. And we, even though I'll be wearing a condom, or I am when. I wore a condom, and when you full swap, it'll be with a condom. And so, technically, you could probably finish inside. We're just, that's just our thing with full swapping, is that mm-hmm. we're not gonna, and I just have to hope that, you know, I can control myself, so I don't want, I'm not gonna come. I, and I just have to hope that the other guy has enough control that, because I do recognize that some guys, I mean, it's happened to me where you just get, to the brink and you're like uh oh it's happening mm-hmm. i mean well, I have, and, and we will have a condom and i'll be on birth control and so we'll be and, double protected and i have really but... good control so that usually isn't a problem but i recognize it and if and if anything my problem is that i last too long that's that's uh that i'm, I'm like on the opposite side of the spectrum but so that is a little concern for when you fall is like hopefully a, per, a, a guy well, we, has we'll control. let them know the rule ahead of time and hope that you know they yeah out of control, but but getting getting back to the story. So after a while, you were having sex with the other person. You came back to me to have sex, but then became the awkward. How do you continue to keep the other person, the other girl, involved while you're having sex with your wife? And what it ended up turning into, from my perspective, was your penis was in me, but the rest of your attention and focus was on the other woman, and the other guy was also focusing on his wife. So I was just kind of there. Like, I had a penis in me, but there was no intimacy, no attention, no anything. And it was it was really awkward for me. Because I felt like I was, like, I felt like Cal was still fucking the other woman, even though his peen was in me. Yeah, I think it was that. And we, and we talked about this, and it made for some really good discussion, um, is that, you know, I don't want to... You don't want to neglect the other yeah, person. Yeah, you don't want to neglect. And so, but at the same time... I think more attention should should have been paid to you and I and I recognize that that and so trying to balance that is you know trying to trying to balance how to handle a swap situation is always a learning a, a learning curve in terms of you know how much attention do I pay to this person how much attention do I pay to this person and yeah. and it it wasn't like we were doing um sex with your partner just side by side we're kind of in like like almost like a little ball of orgy yeah and it's know? always fun so there so was when there were there were mouths all over there were hands and bodies all over when there's intermingling you know that's always fun yeah when that, it's definitely better than just having two couples side by side just fucking and we weren't you know that's not what we were doing we were we were intermingling and you know i was touching him and she was touching me and you were touching her but but finding you that... were touching her and touching her and touching her and touching her and, and I was kind while of like, I was fucking you. Yeah, yeah. And so finding that balance is finding that balance um, in in just couple interplay is mm-hmm. still a work in progress, you know, because yeah. because 
I don't know. And, and it wasn't a jealousy thing. Like there, there was never a point where I was like, "Oh, he's 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 spending all his time with her and not with me, and it's got to be with me." Like that. It there was never a point where I was jealous. It was a point where I was like, "Well, this is a little awkward." Like come back to your wife a little. You know, come back to me for a little bit, well, and then I, go back to her. And like, I completely... But it, it it wasn't jealousy. I just want to like you know throw that out there. Like I never had that. Like well, you know, jealousy makes you feel a certain way. Like, mm-hmm. kind of angry or, mm-hmm. or mad or sad or it's just, you know, like a certain well, emotion in the way you feel. And I never felt that. And I recognize that. And in, in, in the moment, I was ignorant to, to, to that. But I think I, I recognize just like, hey, what about me? And, you know, from my perspective, I should have come back and made out with you a little bit more. And I did. I, it wasn't all just making out with, with, with the other individual while fucking you. I did come back to you, but I think I spent more time going making sure that i didn't just leave her high and dry mm-hmm. that which i don't think you would have because her man was there too so mm-hmm. but yeah finding finding that balance is 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 a, is tricky and it's it's always you know how much how much do i do and i mean i don't know i, I feel like you know have you found that because really the the part of the scenario you're talking about is not even the full swap that we was new to us it was the because we've had that. Yeah, it I'm was that you've gone back to your partner now. Yeah, and we've been... Which is why I found it, thought it was weird that we even ran into this situation. Because we, I've never felt like, oh, he needs to come back to me now. He's spending too much time with the other partner. I've never experienced that before. So that's why I thought, like, well, maybe it's because he was having sex with her. He feels like he needs to continue to, like, show her some intimacy. Maybe someone was just, you know... And there could have been... It, too. I don't it know. subconsciously could have been a little that. Or... Who knows? It was just... You know, who who knows, but I think, you know, it was a good learning opportunity after afterwards talking to you mm-hmm. in that. You and know, I don't want to hey. make you paranoid about it either, where you're going to be like, oh, I got to get back to my wife, so she's going to be mad. Because I wasn't angry about it either. It was just, like, something I wanted to point out. Like, hey, this this didn't quite work well for me. Yeah, the and it was the once I've come, like, the fucking somebody else, oh, that went fantastic. But it was once I came back to you that there was... You know, yeah, because to me it was almost as if you were still fucking her. It wasn't. It wasn't. You know, people always talk about time management issues. It wasn't time management. It was body management. How, you <laughs> know. So. So yeah, there was. Well, like attention or intimacy management, I think was kind of. And we've talked about how like like making out is one thing, but then duration of making out can sometimes could could potentially become an issue where. You know, if you're making out with someone for a little bit and you have some makeout kisses, it's one thing. If you continue to make out with them for 20 minutes, it's another. I, I'm not saying that that's, do... what, that's not what happened here, but it it could have happened. Like that could be could have been the potential. You know. And I do recognize, and I recognize that in that case, yes, I think right now neither one of us we, we we've talked about how neither one of us really wants the other person just to be standing there making out with the same person for you know, mm-hmm. 10 minutes at a time. But yeah, because it borders on intimacy where, you know, you don't want feelings to start to... It, it does, but I also recognize, and it's one of the issues, it's one of the times where I'm okay with it at the moment, but I do recognize that the, that comes from a place of jealousy and insecurity, but I think everybody... it's it, we, We've talked before, we've, and we're going to talk again about jealousy. Jealousy is always mm-hmm. an issue, but if you can identify the the areas of your insecurities and deal with them. Maybe, you know, maybe in this case, when it comes to making out with the other person, we're not at a point where we can, where we can just make out with somebody else all night long mm-hmm. and, and the other person is completely okay with it. But we recognize that. 
and mm-hmm. we're aware that this is this makes us feel as and it might be more of my issue than yours i don't know no i i i agree i mm-hmm. agree and i think it's part of it too is i mean i don't want this to turn into a discussion of jealousy so you know i'll say a couple of things and move on but it could you know i think it's that there's a lot of, i think there's various emotions going on there like feeling a little bit left out because you want your partner to be to spend time with you as mm-hmm. well and yeah. so feeling a little bit left out and um but no i all in all the full swap for me went incredibly well and yeah. it was it was fine it, for me too it was incredibly fun and yeah. and it just it made us realize realize that um not just full swap but an orgy type experience requires some skill and practice to, it does to it, please everybody you know well yourself included it does the more people that are involved the more people whose feelings come into play and and they're just the logistics just become a little bit just mm-hmm. become a little bit trickier and it's not even just feelings it's just like pleasure in general yeah because yeah. like i said my feelings weren't hurt i wasn't angry at it like I, I didn't i didn't really have any emotion about it other than hey this is kind of awkward but yeah, it was it, it was a fun time and it was a hot scenario. Very hot couple. We had a mm-hmm. we had a great time. And yep. then of course we finished. And if, if you're listening, which I don't know if they're listening or not, but if they are, we had a great time. <laughs> and of course we we mentioned this earlier, but then there's the awkward finish up and it's oh it's twelve twenty, we gotta get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> we, and it was a we gotta get back home. <laughs> yeah, and they they kept on playing for a little while, but it's like, we're gonna take off now. Yeah, yeah, we well we like we Hate to that, fucking go, but we we mentioned it before we have it we got time from people we gotta go <laughs> yeah yeah so it, all in all it was a great night it was a good learning experience we had some great conversation on the way home we didn't argue we didn't fight we didn't have jealousy issues so oh, and the other thing that too, opens the door and leaves it open to continue to be full swap the other thing too is that um is is that you had thought you actually thought that i finished inside of her i did um just based on my sex noises so that was interesting and i don't want to ha- make it like interfere with like me thinking you know how am i sounding while i'm having sex whether it be it with you or when we're full swapping at a party or whatnot but i i, I found that interesting that yeah it was just like your mannerisms and your groans and stuff it it looked like you came and shortly after you had this like big grunt and groan you left her and you came to me and i thought Oh well, I guess that's that was the deciding factor, and when he decides to come back to me, yeah, yeah, that was and 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 I addressed that right away, right after, right when we went to go change. I was like, we we have a couple of things that I want to talk about, and you were like, what's that? And I was like, well, I thought we had established the rule that you weren't allowed to finish in with, with the other person, and you were like, I didn't, and I was like, what? I was very yeah. surprised because I thought you did. Yeah, no, and it was just based on my grunting, like like my must have had my a sex partic- noises. You must have had a particularly good thrust. <laughs> it was quite the thrust. That's funny, and it and it, and um, it was it's it's funny to say this about your significant other. You know, it's 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 interesting, and a vanilla would be like what, but it was hot to being back in a scenario like watching you blowing somebody else i mm-hmm. it was you know it, it was hot watching yeah, you and it was hot with you eating her out i think really the reason i didn't get too turned on by you having sex with her was just so i was at a yeah, bad angle, angle. yeah angle. but yeah yes. i just had the ass view <laughs> it's definitely a turn on watching you with somebody else and i am looking forward to you know watching you fuck somebody else and soon then, enough it'll be it, it'll be hot mm-hmm. and listeners will hear all about it so that is it for our, our catch-up episode, our post-baby getting back into the Swinger mm-hmm. World episode. Yeah, we'll bring back our segments for another episode with news and, and fuck, Mary blow and 
whatever else it is that we like to our fun little things, whatever we might fun do with. in that particular episode. Mm-hmm. So with that, I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up. And I would like to remind you all that we are very generously being sponsored by Behind Closed Doors now. And mm-hmm. so and we've talked about their party all night. So we have, and mm-hmm. make sure to check them out. Yep. If you, if you haven't been to a party and their parties are fun, Behind do- Closed Doors mi.com and behind closed doors on sls and cassidy yep so with that i'll leave you with information on how to contact us please send us your email questions comments anything especially like we said those of you who are outside of the midwest we'd love to hear from you you can reach us at swinging around at gmail.com no g at the end of swinging our website is swingingaround.com no g at the end of swinging and right now that's basically just our blog posts we're at twitter we're on twitter which is just swinging around and you can also like us on facebook we're just swinging around on facebook all right everyone stay sexy and stay swinging